Ipo. It's your name, right? Yes, sir. Nice to meet you. Nice meeting you, man. It's, uh, I've been following you on Instagram okay. for a little while. Yeah, yeah. And you just, I, I found you through Sergio. Yeah. Who I was my last um, person on the podcast. He's a great kid, man. Yeah, I know. Yeah, he's he's doing great. I'm so excited to have yeah. him back in Albuquerque. Yeah. That's really exciting. It's about time. I told him, like, it's about time, you know? Yeah. He always, like, be in contact with me. I was like, it's about time. It's like, United needs you, you know? Yeah. And Are you working with him a lot? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, we just had dinner with, what was that, like, probably, it was Tuesday. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because we, we still, like, you know, I still play and everything, too. But it's mostly, like, the way I see him is just, he got so much more in him yeah. that he can't even really realize it. I mean, he doesn't realize yet that when I told him like, you're more than soccer, you know, because right now there's his patient and everything, but he's, he's, he has a good heart, he's smart kid. So I told him like, your future is just ahead. Like yeah. when people used to tell me that because something, all I do before, like, you know, just soccer, right. I don't know, like now, like entrepreneurship and everything. I was like, oh, wow. Okay. It's actually, I'm good at it. I'm great at it. And that's what I see in him. A couple of people here in town and it's just like, guiding them like leading them mentoring them is just like like a blessing you know yeah definitely yeah. i mean i feel like soccer um and sports in general just kind of set you up for like yeah. just working you know yeah just making sure that you are doing everything especially yeah. if you get to that high level exactly like you, you have to work yeah you hard. got the work ethic you got the discipline so yeah. that's why even also a couple of uh, great friends of mine they're like bodybuilder mm -hmm. they're competing one of them just get a pro card oh, i saw them like hand-to-hand -hand living i was like this is crazy man it's, that is crazy it's worse than just athlete like the diet and you know just like how they choose to live with it i was right. like if you guys actually put this in the real life like you can do whatever you want to do. You can be whatever you want to be right. because that type of work ethic and discipline, man, is like, I told him like you put it in entrepreneurship, you put it in business, you put it in anything. Like there's no way you're not going to be successful. Right. Exactly. Yeah, I, yeah. I seen that. I was like, if you still cannot do it, but the thing is some, pro some people, they choose to do like what they want to do without realizing that it's not working out. Yeah. Because you know, like we're adults, you know, if you're already like 25, 26, you don't make it pro in soccer. You already, I don't want to say it that way, but you have to realize that there's life ahead of yeah. you that you got to know like soccer is not just life. Yeah. You know, it's part of your life, but now you got to use that, that uh, characteristic that being built up that, mm -hmm. you know, that strength into something else that actually going to build your life. Yeah, definitely. It's just like one season in life, but they always try to make it like the whole season in life. I was like, okay, it's not going to make it. Right. You know? So, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Soccer is obviously you have a big background in soccer. Yeah. yeah. Um, you're from Indonesia. Yeah. I'm from yeah. Indonesia. Yeah. And you obviously you played growing up in Indonesia yeah, yeah. and how did, how, how did you get started in soccer in Indonesia? So, I mean, my dad used to play just like for fun and everything too, you know, and then my brother, my oldest one actually play like semi pro too. And then he just like growing up, Actually, I was like, we end up playing on the street. So we're like, Indonesia's soccer is like number one sport. You yeah. know? So we grew up playing like dirt, like literally like on the street, on the concrete. Yeah. It's just, we play like that and we were having fun and everything. And and actually my, my dad, I was like, you're actually good at it. And I actually start just going to like the soccer academy and everything by myself, just mm -hmm. riding the bike. Because the thing is in Indonesia, I'm Chinese descendant. So for Chinese descendant to be playing soccer professionally is kind of like close to impossible. 
Really? It's close to impossible because the racism, discrimination, right. that's kind of like the big thing because it's just not our sport. That's what yeah. they're saying, you know? So, you know, and it's more like if Chinese descendant, you do like badminton, you do like mm. ping pong, you do like yeah. basketball, but like soccer is more like close to the native people. Right. Like, so like my parents don't even really want me to do that. First, they're just like, okay, you got, you just gonna be like playing for fun, you know? And then at one point I'm actually keep rising up and, you know, representing the state and then national team. And they start getting worried by then. They were like, you really want to be soccer player? I was like, yeah, that's <laughs> what I want to do. That's what I've been doing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then my, me, like in school, academically, like we go to private school, kind of like boarding school and mm-hmm. I'm doing really great too. So I was doing really good with school. So, you know, like as a parent, you just want your kids to go to school. Right. So I balance it out because sometimes there's a point like I couldn't go to school for like four or five months because when we're talking academy, not like here, not like in US, it's right. literally like, you know, if you're going to Europe and everything, it's only soccer. It's same thing. Exactly. So we do soccer. We, we study still, but it's not the main thing. Right. Soccer is the main thing. So we practice, we go all over and then I still have to study in between because my academic just has been doing amazing too. Right. But I already know like, okay, this is just going to be my cover but soccer is my f- first patient to hit it, you know? Yeah. yeah. And then, yeah, they sent me, I was playing in Europe for a little bit, Netherlands. They sent me over there from Indonesia. And then I was in. How old were you when you were playing I was, in Netherlands? Uh, I was 16 when I go over there. Wow. Yeah. I was go over there by myself. Same thing too. Uh, we were representing the country. They actually have a lot of corruption in Indonesia too. So they okay. cancel it. But I decided like, you know what? I'm going to go either way. You know, so huh. I, I went there, a couple of trials over there. And then I went back home. And then same thing, the United States, the, uh, the, cha- I mean, the opportunity to open up with the, they have a, Su- a Sueño MLS that time. Mm-hmm. And then they actually invite me. So I came here as an international student. And then actually I was joining in the trial for. What school? I was uh, here in, yeah. no, I was uh, for Kaplan. So it was Kaplan is by the US, uh, UCLA extensions oh, okay, because yeah. I was in LA. And then it's actually, I was doing the. Uh, ESL, English Second Language. Okay, yeah. And then they tried to send me to college and everything after that. But again, my passion was soccer. I was like, right. school just my cover up pretty much. Like, yeah. I got the visa international student, but I'm going to make it for for uh, soccer. Right. Then Chivas USA Academy was the first year. It was 2007, I think. Wow. But I never even planned to get picked up by Chivas Academy. I want to go to LA Galaxy because okay. it was the first year of uh, David Beckham. Oh, yeah. Signed, yeah. So that's the reason I was like, okay, U.S. probably soccer gonna grow. I decided to come here. Two weeks here, uh, the trial in Netherlands actually opened up too. So it was Feyenoord and everything. So like, do you want to go back there? I was like, you know what? For some reason, God put it in my heart like to stay here. Yeah, it's kind of like the promised land. And yeah, I decided like, no, I'm gonna stay in U.S. So Chivas picked me up uh, under 17, under 19, and during that time, I didn't know that I won't get paid. Because mm. I was in the academy. So I don't, and I came here by myself. Yeah. No family, no friends, just really like backpack. I came with 400 bucks. And when they told me like, they're not going to pay me, I was like, what do you mean? And the coach, the funny thing, the coach for uh, Chivas Academy that time was uh, from Netherlands. So it was just like, he was telling me like, no, I saw your background and everything, but here is different than soccer in Indonesia or Europe. Right. In Indonesia, starting 13 years old, I already got paid. Wow. So I already make money and everything. Yeah. That's, That's where crazy. I got all my money to go overseas and everything. I don't ask my parents. So I've been saving up and everything. When I came here, they told me like, oh, you got to get social security. You got to get all of this. I was like, 
what do you mean? Like, I don't get any of that <laughs> because there's no such thing over there, right. you know? So like, oh yeah, you got to get this. So I was like, hello. Okay. So what's the process? Like, okay, you're still going to pay. I mean, you're still going to play and everything. You got to go to school during those uh, three years period. We're going to give you social security working permit. You got your permanent resident green card. Then you can get uh, citizenship in five years. I was like, you know what? I was like, it is what it is. I got to yeah. do it. So I end up doing that. I go to PCC Pasadena City College. Mm-hmm. So I was to, I went to college and everything. And it just like my level kept going down without me realizing because I had to work full time. I had to go to school full time and I got to play soccer full time. So I was living those three different type of life and it was- Impossible. It was, I wouldn't say impossible. I did it. Right. But in terms that my level just kept going down. Right. My soccer level, because sometimes I go to practice. I don't even want to practice because my leg is- Tired. You're exhausted. You're like, yeah, because I got to work. I wake up seven in the morning. You know, I got to go to school. I got to go to work. Then we practice over there like during like on 4.30 until seven. And then I got to go back to work again because I got I to work between eight to 12 hours during those days because unless I won't be able to pay school. And I was an international student. So, so did you have school, any scholarship? No. You didn't have any scholarship? No, I don't ask for scholarship. I don't ask for financial aid, nothing. Because that's just how I am. I like right. pushing myself. I like, I love living on the edge because I always say like desperation is the highest motivation. Yeah. And that's the reason that I, I think the way I look at it, like my characters being built up over the years because of that. Where did I you get that? I don't like that? easy way. It's just like, again, from, you know, from soccer itself, like me being in Indonesia, like discrimination, all of that thing is just get me even stronger because I would like drive, um, like ride a bike pretty much, you know, right. like from 13 to 15, I would say like from about like eight to 10 miles, ride a bike, just back and forth. And then after that, 15 years old, I start, you know, my dad gave me like motorcycle. We just, I just pretty much ride that like two hours, three hours every day to go to practice. So mm-hmm. back and forth is already between four to six hours. So over the years, I just been, been being loved. And so you were kind of like, <clears throat> Like a lone wolf when you were in Indonesia yeah, yeah. and doing it all on your own. Exactly, so you, you just exactly. That's kind of like what built me up the most. And then I always say it's God's will too, because when I came here, the, when Chivas picked me up, I was the only Asian. Yeah. And it was the funny thing. People like, and it's all speaking Spanish and everything. And actually that's kind of like, I'm kind of like closer culture with, with yeah. Hispanic. It was just like in terms of Chivas and it was like, it was just work. Everything works together for good, you know? Yeah. And I got that drive and everything. Looking back from now, I was just like, how in the world that I did it? I still don't know. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, I, I probably only slept like three, four hours a day. and But I was just motivated. I was just keep That's pushing incredible. and everything. Yeah. How long did you do that for? So uh, from 17 all the way to 23. Really? Yeah, those six years, it was it was tough. You did that for six years? Yeah, it was it was really tough, man. Then I got my green card. The twenty actually twenty two. I was I got my green card in twenty two, mm-hmm. and it was start like getting easier for me because again, school wise, now I don't have to pay full time. You know, I don't have right. to pay international student fee and everything. So it started giving me break. That's why I was pushing even more back in in soccer again. Mm-hmm. And then when I was twenty two, the national team called me back. So Is I that was, the first time that you had been back to Indonesia since yeah. you've been here? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So it, it was really, and then I, I was being called over there. I was playing over there, Indonesian national team, pro, like, you know, like they, they, they're choosing like a lot of trials before the season started. But like, I stayed there for like five months, trials for like four or five different big teams in Indonesia. And, and yet 
I wasn't sure that that was home for me anymore because right. it started getting too easy for me. I started losing myself because we literally just practice, like kick the ball around. We send five star hotel, like 500 bucks, 600 bucks, just like for an hour, two hours. I was just like, this is not good for me. It's not what I want. Yeah. And then I, I just started losing the purpose. Yeah. You know, it's good. Like people chasing you all over, like because soccer is big in Indonesia after practice, people asking for signature. I can just do the show, getting money here and there. But I was just like, this is kind of like weird for me. And then mm -hmm. my dad, he was the one who always guide me over the years. Like you're losing yourself. So he told me like, I think you should go back home first. And he called United States homes. So I was thinking all the years I'm going home. But yeah, he saw it. Wow. And then he told me like, why don't you just go back there really quick? Because I couldn't stay over six months anyway for a green card. Right. So, and then he told me like, you go there, check it out. So I told the team that want to sign me like, you know what? I'm just going to go over there, taking care of my paperwork. And then I come back here. I, as long as every six months I can go back and forth, it's no problem. So they, they let me like, okay, go back there for stay for like two weeks and you can come back here. I was like, okay, deal. I go back there and then it's just... God's willing, uh, the FIFA banned Indonesian soccer. So no completely way. banned. If I sign that paper, man, I'm done. Wow, that uh, is when crazy. When I say I'm done, it's just like, now all my friends during those times, probably like a year and a half, they couldn't even play soccer. They got to make play soccer like semi-pro to make money. Right. But it's not going to get paid from the professional club. Right. Yeah, one of that them like end crazy. up selling selling drinks, selling just like, you know, like smoothie and everything to just to make a living. Why did they ban it in because Indonesia? The uh, most corruption? of the clubs, yeah, corruption, most of the clubs itself still owing players some money. Mm. You know, that's kind of like the challenge about it like you see the difference between MLS and USL. Yeah. USL is suffering. Like yeah. you see like Reno is one of the best team last last year and the first the last two years and first place and then guess what? No more Reno. Yeah. That's, that's kind of like the downside. And I was playing in USL team with LA Blues and LA Legends too uh, in PDL and there's no more those team anymore. Seems like no one in the US knows how to run a club. Exactly. It, because like, you know, I don't want to call it out, but I was telling Sergio like, how in the world that you cannot even sell your own jersey? I called too, like, I was talking to Andrew Tinari who was playing here last mm -hmm. year, you know, and David Najem was like, why do you not want to sell your jersey? And then, if the jersey gonna cost you with the name and everything about hundred bucks, if it's jersey being sold, you got ten dollar out of that. You 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 know you can make your They're own not commission. Allowed to do that? They are not allowed to do that. There's no jersey being sold under your personal name if you go to the store. That sucks. Now you're telling me I was just, <laughs> that's weird. That's kind of like the worst. Damn, I didn't even ever. know that. Yeah, there's the worst ever. When they told me, I was like, that's really stupid. That is stupid. probably like how you you're you're a marketing guy. Yeah. If you can make more money for your players I was, in terms that they're going to be happy to stay here, why can't you do it? Yeah. I, is that a, is that a league rule? It's gotta be right. They just, they, just no one do, just no one does, I guess. Because so I was literally one. telling Sergio, I was like, I, I would buy, I was going to buy his jersey. Yeah, I literally went there after he got signed only to get the, his jersey. Oh, we don't do that over here. So he, uh, they sent me to house of soccer, buy the jersey, go over there and house of soccer, never pick up the phone, nothing, go over there. The letter's already out. I was like, Okay, sure. I mean, this is weird. Imagine if I told him like, if you sell one jersey, you got ten bucks. Yeah. They also they make ninety bucks. What's what's the not the win win? Yeah, that doesn't it's make much sense. Exactly. If you do the marketing, the marketing way, but you know, I don't know how, but I mean, most of the USL team doesn't do that. Huh? Yeah. But MLS team does that. NBA does that. Right. So I I don't know. The minor league does that. No, you don't have to be the major league to get your jersey. 
So I don't really see. Maybe it's just because it's young. They don't know what they're doing yet. I know. It's like most of the. I mean, it seems pretty with simple. Reno. They don't do that too. Sergio got me a jersey and he, he texts him like, oh, I got to tell them to actually make it. I was like, why don't you sell the jersey? They don't just have them. Yeah. Yeah. That's Ready the funny thing. That's the funny thing. I was like, why can't you just sell the jersey for the player? Yeah. I, I don't yeah, know. It's just the mindset and everything so and franchise ways. I mean, that's why I was telling like, you guys got to be the players that bend the rules for the better yeah. future of this USL league. You know, because right. if you understand about the marketing, I don't understand why. That's what you already know. You said USL other than New Mexico United, 800 people coming to watch right. or like sometimes 40 people, 50 people. I mean, same thing. That's why the PDL team with, uh, you know, with new uh, Seoul before no one actually watching the game. Right. That's why they disappeared too. Yeah. So that's the thing, like the marketing wise, they have to do a lot of things. It's all business. So if business can grow, why our like- I don't, yeah. The, I mean, the United team is doing- Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I'm saying though. They're doing amazing in a ways that people are coming to watch, you know? Oh yeah. It's but incredible. now, but they also have to help the players to grow. Right. I, I don't like you would want your players to be like, have the easiest route because yes. most, most of these players have to work other jobs yeah. outside of playing. There's the thing. So when if, I told, when I was in Indonesia, I told them like, yeah, even some of the MLS players, they still have to work during yeah. the season off. They're laughing at me like, what? Why don't you do like, because over there we can just, you know, you got one of my friend have like 100,000 follower, just got signed with Adidas. That's how you make money. You just go to the soccer field. They have like, you know, kind of like here, like international, or you go to like, you know, like San Mateo Copper, they put you over there doing, doing coaching clinic and everything. You get money from there because yeah. they get money too. But no one really does that here. I was like, the marketing wise is just not being supported here, you know? Yeah, especially in soccer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, that's kind of like the background and I'm grateful like now I can actually jump into entrepreneurship and I start seeing this this marketing-wise in soccer and everything and I help guiding a couple of people to back Indonesia here. Like, they're like, oh, I never thought about the way of doing marketing that right. for my agent and everything because there's so many ways you can do, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, how were you working at, because the first, your first entrepreneurial Thing was the potato corner, right? Yes. And were yes. you working there while you were playing soccer? Is that how that started? So or after? I, I was actually, uh, when I was working at potato corner, but before that I was working at wet sauce spread. So I, I have like, most of the time during, during my season, I have three jobs. Mm -hmm. I have three jobs doing work all together, going to school and everything. So potato corner is like one of the, kind of like the breakthrough in terms that my entrepreneurship because I I was working with the company and then I turned one of the location, I was like a field manager, that location suffering, I turned them to be like being profitable. Whereas we're, they're probably making between 18 to 20,000 in sales, jumping to 120,000. So that's kind of like two years I was running and then I helped them expand. So become like, you know, they're already a franchise company, but in US from one store in three years, we turned it to 30 location. But during that time, I just feel, I don't feel appreciate. I didn't feel right. appreciate because in terms of that, I was feeling like I'm the one who make you all this money. I'm the one who help you grow. And then yet I didn't get any ownership. Right. When you I sell the brand. You didn't even really have any, uh, you didn't have any reason to do that for them. Yeah. I didn't have to, but I always do working. what is right. Yeah. Exactly. I always do what is right because I know like I do my best, got to do the rest, you know? Mm -hmm. So I do my best and everything in terms of, helping the brand and everything growing. And I got to the point like, you know what? I don't think this is the way because I don't want to be a com company man anymore. Right. Because 
I was like, you're just kind of like hold me back, keep me in the box. Yeah, kind of using so, you. Exactly. So I was like, I mean, I get pay. I, I'm not getting getting the word use because I still get pay. Right. So I was like, I don't mind. You get pay and everything, but in appreciation way, I sold a brand for like hundred fifty thousand. I only get a check of five hundred bucks. Right. I was like, okay, that's not my value because I always tell people your value is not about what you do or what you have. You know, mm -hmm. you take away my car, you take away my house you take away whatever belongs to me or you take away, you know, like what I do, like entrepreneurship, you take away paleta bar, you take away anything. It doesn't value who I am because right. I'm more than those brands. I'm more than what I own. You'll do it what again. I have, I'll do it again. Right. I'll do it again even better Yeah. because now I have experience and characters that I need. Right. So that's why some people, they're worried. That's how kind of like the company mindset holding us back because they feel like, oh, if you quit this company, are you sure you're going to be able to make this much? Are you sure you're going to, that's kind of like how the company holding everybody back. Mm -hmm. Even same thing, soccer team. Yeah. Okay. If you quit this, you sure you move to a different team, you're going to get a pay cut and everything, but that's not your value. If you know your value, doesn't matter about what you have or what you do, you can do it again because unless you just get lucky. Right. Because I don't believe in luck. I believe in faith, I believe in vision, I believe in patience, I believe in persistence. I got those four, I can do anything in this world. Yeah, again, it, it shows too, you're, you're yeah. doing so much. Yeah, yeah, that's why I was like, I'm not, I, I, lo I love challenging myself again. I always yeah. tell myself over and over, desperation is the highest motivation. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I even like, until this moment, I, I can get my bank account minus. And people are like, there's no way. I was like, yeah. And by next day I can have $100,000. Right. But by the following day, I can get minus again because I'm going to keep investing. Right, you're investing people, everything. I'm going to keep investing. I made a mistake. Sure, I'm going to learn from it. But when I see opportunity, I'm going to keep jumping in because yeah. until to the point like, okay, I have to be more careful, more cautious during that time when family involved. Right. Because, you know, when family involved, then I got to be more cautious and everything. But in terms that I am who I am, I'm going to be like, I don't want to be stopping back. You know, I don't want to be like, look back, you know, like, Oh, I should have done this. You know, you're going to deal with a lot of people. Oh, like yeah. that, you know? I was like, yeah, I did it. I made a mistake, but everything works good for good. I so always you just dive like in. That. Yes. I will always dive in because the way I count my blessing is I came here 17 years old, no paperwork, 400 bucks, backpack, a soccer ball. That's all I got. God led me along the way. He brought me here. Now I got roof over my, my head. I got cars that I can go anywhere with. I got business. I got people that actually care and love me. I mean, what else, what else am I like worried about? You know, right. like that's why it's like people like how in the world that you can have that much faith? Like, because God led me over the years, the whole 13 years. Why would I be worried about? Yeah. If I have to sleep on the street, I did that already. Yeah. I've been there, done that. I got to run. I used to run like 18 miles a day to go to work back and forth. I did that already. So what else am I worried about? So you're not afraid of falling back to that? I'm not worried about falling back because I always tell myself every setback is a setup of greater comeback. Right. So all this business that being born in terms that Paleta Bar, for instance, before Paleta Bar jump in, I partner up with these people. I was partnering up doing the jerky. Right. Okay. The jerky guy is actually my first entrepreneurship that I actually jump in outside the box. Mm -hmm. And yet... I lost money. I didn't get the right partner. It's just not how it things works. But through that jerky guy, the jerky that we carry from there, I got the knowledge. Then I combine it inside the paleta bar. 
And the amazing thing is- How long is, have you had the jerky there? About two years. Oh, nice. Yeah. And then the funny thing is, the first video that went viral for Paleta Bar was the video of I created the chips, put the corn, put the jerky. Yeah. Went viral, 150,000 in a day. Wow. Views. So with that, and then after that, video after video went viral. And then I kept creating this concept that people never seen. Yeah. Which is easy concept, but people think it's genius because people never seen it. Right. And I was just like, it's God give me the vision. And sometimes I cannot sleep. He just give me the ideas. I got to the store. I just pump up. My business partner got to like put the brake on me. Hey, dude, <laughs> calm down. Because now when you do that, you got to teach all the stores. Like I know, okay, I'm going to, because now we have more than one store. Right. But sometimes it's just how I am. I'm a doer. How many stores do you have now? So now uh, physically, we're about 15 location. 15? Paleta Bar. Yeah, 15. Wow. But we have already about 100 locations signed. I saw that. Yeah, I saw so that you have like, California, yeah, like California, Miami, Miami uh, Colorado, Arizona, Texas. Um, and it's just going to be all over. And you guys started the Paleta Bar? We started Paleta Bar here in Albuquerque. We started uh, June 2017. That's why we just got a new hat. We just put that 0617, you know, we asked right. the police, June 23rd. So that's where we started Paleta Bar. We started across from Coronado Mall, the San Pedro location. That's our first location. Not even four years. And you Not guys even are, four years. But the amazing thing. How many signed? So about 100 locations. About 100 yeah. locations signed. Yeah. That's not included the one that I say, hold up. Right. Yeah, because we, we I always have to kind of like now, I got to the point like we play with the big balling right now here. We just, okay, well, how are we going to do? Like, we don't want to take in faster. Right. But we have to set it up because I always say when people have money, they're not going to be hungry. That's how I look at it. Yeah. I need people that willing to grow with us in terms that they're still starving. Because right. we got people offer us money. We got people like, hey, I want to invest. I want to invest. Okay, what are you going to bring to the table? Oh, I just want to invest. I was like, okay, I don't need your money. Right. We have that. We don't need the money. <laughs> yeah. yeah, because even right now, our company, we started with $35,000 for Paleta Bar. Wow. And during that time, we didn't take any loan. Right now, we're trying to apply because we're finally ready to jump in in real estate. That's okay. the reason we start taking that. But we haven't even got approved for that yet. We are waiting. We just submitted a month ago and we've been doing What do you great. mean jump in for real estate? You're going to own your own locations? Yes, yeah, so we're going to start doing the plaza. We already got a couple locations where we jump in. Uh, we just bought the old town uh, on San Felipe yeah. Road across from the Breaking Bad place. We just took that over last month. So again, we're going to do it like right now, just renting it out, but we already got the vision of what we're going to do. And then we have another one in 528. So we're going to build up, uh, it used to be Burger King. We took over that spot too. Nice. Yeah. So we got partnership and everything. We got people in real estate area that been involved mm -hmm. over the years and they're willing to guide us because again, they see us, they see us because we might not have the money as much as what they have, but we have the value oh, of yeah. the work ethic that, they cannot find anywhere else. Yeah. You know, so I mean, obviously your work ethic is unbelievable and yeah. the product, yeah. people love it. Yeah. That's why I was telling people like, you know, like people don't really see, they always see me like being the face, but behind me, I got amazing people in the team that support me. Yeah. You know, like my business partners and everything. So, how many partners do you have? So right now we have five. Five. Yeah. We have five in terms of Paleta Bar, but we started with three of us. So, Two of my business partner, Hoel and Juan, it's just like, they're literally like, you see me work ethic like crazy. They are pretty much doing the same or even more. Wow. So one of the guys, like I told you, like Hoyle, this guy is literally, man, 
probably one guy that I know can outwork me night and day is this guy. Wow. He can outwork me like every day. My because the thing I was like, I don't know how this guy can do it. Like he's like physically though. Physically. But the thing is, there's the thing like me, I gotta think more in terms that that's why the amazing part is all of us we know what we bring to the value. Right. So like this guy gonna do construction, this guy doing recipe, this guy gonna help us willing to be like the handyman, you know, like this guy willing to run errands, everything. Yeah. Then like, okay, when they ask me, oh, what are you going to do? I'm going to make the money. I'm going to make the money, but without me making the money, they cannot survive. But without them guiding all these, these sites that people don't see, you know, like construction part, right. you know, like dealing with the health yeah. department, with plumbing, with electrician. I'm not a handyman at all, man. Like without them, I can do nothing. Right. I can't even, sometimes I tell people the funny thing, like I can't even put nail on the wall. <laughs> probably like, you know, my lady right now, you know, like probably she even do better than me doing <laughs> handyman than me. I literally, man, like people are like, are you really? I was like, yeah, I don't, because there's the thing, I prefer spend money because I know I'm going to make more money. Right. Because I'm the type of person, if you're good at one thing, be great at it. Yeah. I'm not going to learn to cover my weakness. Can I learn? Yeah, of course. But why would I try to learn to put, to set up all of this thing, what you do right now mm -hmm. here, when I know that you can do it, I prefer pay you. And yet during those time, I can do something You're else working. to make more money. Right. Exactly. That's just kind of like, I always believe in collaboration. You're the business I don't man. In, yeah. I don't believe in competition because people always say like, oh, competition, uh, I compete with myself. Yeah. We can encourage each other. We can push each other to be better. That's how you have the partnership to be. But I don't believe in competition in terms like, oh, that guy take away your concept. That guy take away your name. Right. Good for them. I told them, but what they don't have is me. Right. What they don't have is my mindset. What they don't have, they can take, because, you know, business, I always tell people when I mentor them, it's about people, product, and process, mm -hmm. which is the concept. You got the people, okay? Everybody going to say that they're making the best tamales. They're, they're always going to yeah. say they make the best palette. Okay, sure. The product is good. People, Okay. There's you and there's me. You know your value, I know my value. But my value is willing to take whatever it takes to make it happen. My value is creating one potato corner into 30 in three years. My value is creating a Rhino Paleta bar in three years, about 40 to 100 location. My value, Rhino Spring Rolling, same thing too. My value is bringing all of that to the table with my partners guiding me. That's why we, we have a strong team. And now all of our managers, same thing too. We guide them, they become owners i told them i want you guys to create your own brand in terms that they're growing right and then the process the concept they can cover they can copy our concept di paleta with this they can copy our concept creating the 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 name of one of these people try to just put whatever paleta bar whatever they can put like you know like put the name put right. paleta or it's like okay you can do whatever you want to do but the thing is that's not our only our brand we got spring rolling we got fuck up we got potato corner we got tap and taco coming up and uh, we're gonna have so much coming up is You're that trying. is that all with you and your business partners yes so all, all of, of us them. we always grow the terms that if i have opportunity coming up i always include involve everybody, everybody. Yeah. but again in one at one point i know that i will challenge myself back that i will do my own thing because i don't want to get comfortable because right. right now i told them like i will invite you guys and everything i want us to go in but i know inside of me my my end game I have to be like, again, the lone wolf. Like, you know, that's how I started at one. I kept telling myself at one point, I will do that myself because I will involve them in terms that, okay, I'm going to pay you to the construction. I'm going to pay you to run the store, but it has to be my end game being myself. Right. Doing, doing. Do you have, myself. do you have an idea of what that's going to be? Yeah. 
You do? Yeah, God already gave me the vision and everything too, but I just You're hold just it waiting back. on it? Yeah, I'm just waiting on it until the right the right timing and everything. I'm, I mean, I really want to involve When them. do you think that'll be? Hoping five years, man. Five years? Five years, yeah. Yeah, because right now I'm really focused. We got so many projects going on and everything. We try to focus, but by taking myself out of what we do right now, it's gonna collapse. Right. You know, I don't want to be selfish to focus on what I want to do and then collapsing the whole things. You want to get yeah, it all set. Exactly. Yeah, I have to set this one up. And I know by the time I was like, hey, I'm taking myself away from this. We're all going to be silent partner. We're all going to guide. People always seem like, oh, you're at the store actually working because I love doing that. Right. I love doing that. I love actually just putting that smile on people, buying, spending like five bucks. That's why people are always asking me, why don't you want to sell houses? Why don't you want to sell cars? I told them, because when you sell cars, you better be nice. Yeah. You're selling 20, 20 grand stuff. You, when you sell house, you gotta be nice. It's 300, 400,000, 200,000 value. Yeah. But when you sell popsicles or when you sell fries, when you sell like $5, $2, when you even just sell a drink, can you be nice? Because right. there, there's a the thing. Why do you think Chick-fil-A going big? Because people always compare them with McDonald's. When you go back, hey, how may I help you? Or, hey, how are you guys doing? Welcome to, you know? Yeah. Or customer service and everything. I keep learning and everything because that's going to show how real you are. Yeah. If you can be nice working as a fast food, man, sky's the limit. Because you choose to be nice. Right. You don't have to be nice. You can just be like, yes, how may I help you? Or you choose to be nice. Hey, how are you doing today? Welcome. What what can I get for you? Explain what we have and everything. That's how I mentor all these managers. I told them, if you see your point of view, just become a employee. This is not the place where you want to be. Right. Because I told them like you can, because there's the thing about the dead end job. Okay. This, the most teenagers that mindset that making mistake because they always think what they do is a dead end job. Mm-hmm. Because they're going to be like, okay, if I quit McDonald's, then I'm going to jump into Chick-fil-A. I work Chick-fil-A, I can go to Starbucks. Starbucks, I can go to Sonic's. Because they don't see their future doing that. But right. entrepreneurship is more than just what you do. Like I was telling you, it's about who you are. Yeah. Right. So now if you know, like, even though I told him, when I was working at the pretzel place, I told myself, I will be the best pretzel guy. When I sell fries, I will be the best fries guys. Yeah. Now we just started the real estate and then people think, so you have the real estate um, license, everything. No, I'm not a realtor. All right. I do, I just post it and everything. People come, oh, you know, I feel comfortable dealing with you mm-hmm. because I have integrity because I'm not going to lose that over money. Right. So people coming and then they got the space and everything. People wondering like, how do you that you fill it up? It's like, because when I say something, people know that I have credibility to back it up. But again, it's going to build over the years. In the beginning, yeah, no one going to know who I am, man. Right. In the beginning when I was doing Potato Corner, like I was working every day. People don't know that I was actually part of the owner because they always see like me me working every day. Right. People that realize who I am right now, they're like, oh, I see you at Potato Corner working every day. Even right now when it's busy, you're going to see me everywhere. When I go and it's busy, I jump in because that's just who I am. Yeah. It's not about what I do, what I have. It's not about my title anymore because I will do that jumping in a heartbeat. Whoever come, I will, I will always serve them. And that's so important, I think, as uh, as the entrepreneur, the owner, yeah. you want to be there with the people. Like, if you really want it to be successful, you got to be there with the people, yeah. and you got to show them that like you're willing to do the work. Yeah, because it's just doing. like like you're saying, it's leading by examples, right? So it's not leading by titles; it's leading by examples. If I tell my employee to clean the bathroom, you can keep going. Oh. Sorry, I just 
Yeah, no worries. Yeah, if I if I uh, tell my employees to clean the bathroom because I've done that. You know, if I tell them like, hey, I want you to sometimes I still put some. I want you to go outside sample, offer giveaway to go menu. Like right now, I told them like, go to the gym, giveaway to go menu, go to Walmart, giveaway to go menu. They're like, why would we do that? We have social media. Social media works, but I also believe in two ways. People always want to have the in person. Mm-hmm. You and know? I think now more than ever, like yeah. so much of it has gone to these stupid little phones and yeah. everything that like yeah. when it's in person, like you people value it so much. Yeah, because they're like you can create the the viral video and then people go to your store and yet your service is not there. Your food is not there. They're never going to come back. Right. They just go because of that. That's why I was telling people as much as people want to create, like you say, again, I always say because you're in marketing. So the marketing always try to bring traffic to the store. Mm-hmm. So we have like a marketing company that we're dealing with right now. I told them like, you can do that, but how can you be sure that these people keep coming back without you actually reaching out to them? Hey, how you do like it? Hey, how's the service? Hey, how's the food? Right. That's part of the marketing, but people don't realize. People always think right now the mindset of marketing becoming, oh, I'm just gonna just get put it there. in social media. Yeah. I'm just gonna do or just get put the, the picture, put the video, put the content, done. It's what you do right now because you know you realize you barely started and everything. Mm-hmm. You know you have to be like, okay, how many people I can reach? Okay, that's good. Right. How many people actually watch the po- watch the video, listen to the podcast? That's good. But now more than ever, it's about what the value that this podcast can bring in terms that people actually can change their life. Right. So if you, if you actually doing this with the marketing of your podcast, okay. If you guys actually all those people that thinking working at flipping burgers or selling fries or do anything is a dead end job. Listen to this podcast. That's your market. You're not going to put this podcast to, for those people already on top to listen to that. Yeah. Cause why would they listen to me? Cause they're already on top. Right. They, they probably have their own reason to be on top, but those people that barely started, that's want to be inspired. Yeah. You've got to change the people a little bit. There's exactly. got to be something in the, in the content that makes them feel different after exactly. they listen to it. It's just like your marketing. You got to find your market. Yeah. But sometimes now people just don't realize that in anything you do. If right now Paleta Bar, the reason that I create Paleta Bar, because I don't want people to think it's only Mexican people or Hispanic people to go over there, you have to speak Spanish. Right. Because that's the reason that we create that because my partner still on La Michoacana, the Paquime, the OG one that people been always go, they're still busy. Right. But the reason we partner up because I told them like, my vision is not in Albuquerque. My vision is nationwide. Right. My vision is worldwide. When people listen to the word gelato, they know it's ice cream. Why when people see the word paleta, they can even say it and they live in New Mexico. Yeah. I didn't know exactly what it was. There you go. So that's the reason I created Paleta Bar. Yeah. Because I want people to know when they go, they feel welcome. When they go, again, all the food chain company, Chipotle, people know what Chipotle is. Right. But people always say, oh, it's not traditional Mexican. Who cares about traditional Mexican food or tacos or anything? They're reaching out more people than you ever going to reach. Right. Again, I, I tell people same thing with entrepreneurship, like barbershop. Okay, you're always going to say, oh, I'm a barber. I don't go to Supercuts or Sport Clips. Yeah. Or any. Okay, but Supercuts and Sport Clips, they're nationwide. You only have one store in Albuquerque. Yeah. Why don't you learn from them? You're supposed to learn from this big company, how they can grow and put yourself as the addition of that to make it bigger. But right. there's the thing, people don't want to learn because they feel like they know it all. They feel like, why would I learn from Supercuts? They suck. Okay, but they're nationwide. <laughs> right. 
Okay, well, I don't want to learn from Sport Clips or Great Clips. Well, they're nationwide. If they're not growing, no one's going to buy their franchise. Mm-hmm. That's the mindset. Right. Because they always think about competition instead of collaboration. So that's what we kind of like, I always tell people, if you want to grow, it's about collaboration. Yeah. If you think you can do it all, you can only, only until a certain amount of time. Because your knowledge, your strength, your power, your characters, never going to be shaped unless you actually deal with other people to grow with you. Right. That's, yeah. that's huge. That's important. Being able to like separate it. Cause like you said from the beginning, you were that lone wolf, yeah. like kind of person. And now you're in the mindset of just like bringing everybody along. Yeah. yeah because how did that change? When did that change? Because soccer, soccer, I always believe like, you know, I told you soccer teach you all. Yeah. That's how I said, because soccer is about team. Yeah. I can be the best player. And yet, if your team terrible, you look at Lionel Messi. Yeah, you got you got beat that way in right. Champions League. He's the best player. People are not gonna deny that. Mm-hmm. And yet, the way that you lose, you know you're not the best. Yeah, because you don't make the the, the best team. Yeah. You always say that you can win all the best player in the world. You can have ten Ballon d'Or, but you never win anything with your team, with the World Cup and everything. That's why people always make fun of in in terms of that. But people cannot deny that. He's the best. That's interesting. That's a that's a very interesting argument. You like Messi is the guy yeah. when it comes to soccer. And there's like kind of a disconnect because you would want to see him bring along the whole team. Yeah. And that's really gonna be the best player. Exactly. Like that that almost should be like factored in. Like yeah. how much is he affecting exactly. the rest of the team? So that's that's exactly how I, I learned everything. Like I told you, everything in life. I know that everything works together for good. That God has shaped me in terms of through soccer. So soccer mm-hmm. was one season in my life. Now I'm going to the next season. And I know that everything that I've learned since I was seven years old, I would wake up four in the morning to practice. So I would wake up four in the morning until six, practice soccer, then go to school. Same thing before the practice soccer, like uh, the academy starting at four, I would go two in the, two in the afternoon. It's hot after school. I run two hours on the field by myself. So that's kind of like when people asking me, what happened? What happened? There was one season I have to make the decision and this is the second season. But if people telling me like, oh, you know, I'm 26 and I'm still want to change the dream. I don't want to be a dream killer, but I told them, okay, that's one season in life. If you still want to chase that one until 35, 40, when you look back, now you have a family to feed. What are you going to do? Right. You can't, there's not, it's not, you're being denial. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's, that's kind of like the hard part that we also have to tell one point our kids or people that we love because it's hard for people to to hear that like, oh, you don't support my dream. No, I want to support, but you got to be- Rational. Rational, exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, people throw me that way in there with discrimination, everything. There's no way you're going to make it. So I'm, I'm that person too. I'm going to keep pushing. But again, I realized I was 13 years old. I was 15. I was 17. That's why when I came back here, I was 23 after the national team. I told myself I'm done with chasing that dream. People like, I go back here, literally, man. I go over there. People, hey, can I get signatures? I come back here. Would you like to try sample of our fries? Still people are doing that in Indonesia? Yeah. Wow. When I go back there, I stay five months all over the news and everything. You can Google and everything. I was there. and <laughs> But now here, after that, I come back here. I go to the mall, straight up to Cottonwood Mall selling fries. And literally like two of my best friends, they're Indonesian. They were like, dude, why in the world you're doing this? Right. 
And like I was an like, icon. Exactly what I was like, because this is the life that I choose and never going to look back. Right. Because I always say, I know that my future is bright. I don't know I'm going to create Paleta Bar. I don't know I'm going to have all this opportunity coming up, but I know who I am. You see more of a future here. Exactly. I always, I always see the future. I always play the long game in yeah. everything that I do. I always play like five to 10 years game. So I, you know, sometimes it's good to have like, like something like this right now. One of the brand that is picking up big time is it is called spring rolling. Mm -hmm. So it's in Riverside Plaza. So even Sergio in the beginning, like, dude, this is like, people don't know what it is when he eat it right now. He's like, dude, I can eat this every day. Like he love it. He even tell me like straight up. For some reason, I love this concept even better than Paleta Bar. Yeah, I need to go try that. Yeah. It looks good. Yeah, so that one, and then again, over about like we close to two years by February, the first year and half, we're suffering. Where I'm talking about struggling, we're losing money. No one believe in the concept. And then I even got to talk to my business partner, even same thing with Paleta Bar in the beginning. I was like, faith over fear. Because sometimes they already come up to me. Oh, it's not going to work out. What again? When I still do that right now, I, I stay away from them. There's the time that I stay away from them. I don't pick up their phone or text because I don't need negativity. Right. I come back stronger if now I'm trying to sell the brand and yet you're trying to stop me for being positive. Stay away from me. Even though you're my business partner, even though you are my family. Need a break. Yeah. My dad, my mom, sometimes they tell me like, Depot, calm down. I was like, okay, sure. But I listen, but I don't listen. Right. I was like, because I know the way I look at it, if I made a mistake, I will deal with it. But mm -hmm. again, at the same time, I know that everything works together for good because that's how I live. Someone screw me over, go for it because I know at one point you're going to see you're supposed to be part of this big picture. Now you are not because right. you are trying to burn bridges because that's, that's kind of like, you know, kind of like what people missing is sometimes they're trying to burn bridges over yeah. short terms profit or like short terms comfort. That's why I was telling people, if you want to do that, go for it. But you're not going to go with me because I'm playing five years long, 10 years. If you see the vision that I'm offering, come in. If you just want to cash out, cash in, go to the casino. I told them, don't do business. Right. Don't do entrepreneur. Go to the casino, put it on the table. You got your money back or you don't get it. Where as simple you, as that. Where'd you get that idea of like the long game? Because that's like, that's really hard for people to come by. Yeah. Like even people that like... There's so many people nowadays that say they want to be entrepreneurs, yeah. but they don't understand what it really means to be an entrepreneur. Um, and they just they just expect it to happen overnight. Yeah. Again, I learned everything from soccer. Yeah. We, you, hold, uh, you know, when you start practicing soccer, hold were you like seven years old? Yeah, Six? Seven. yeah, seven. Remember from during that time, seven until like 15, 16, what, what we gonna do? We gotta pay, <laughs> we gotta sweat. And yet our parents has to take us everywhere with us. They got to pay for our jersey, for all of those things. That's the investment. And right. yet you don't even know that you're going to be a soccer player. Right. Right. So, and yet you don't even know that you're actually going to make money out of soccer. But why we choose it? Because we know we are passionate about it. So entrepreneurship, again, now we go back because the real entrepreneur always look at the purpose. And then the patient, then the profit will chase after it. Right. The fake entrepreneur will focus on the profit, they're going to be like, okay, when I'm profitable, when I make money, I'm going to be more passionate about being at the store. Right. Then after I'm passionate being at the store, then I'm going to find my purpose because I know that this brand is going to go big. But supposed to be, you have the purpose. This brand, the reason I created it is because no one else done it because I love spring rolls and I have the purpose that with this, I can create more jobs. 
Mm-hmm. With this, I can mentor more people. With this, I can prove that this spring roll is something that everyone can have. If people can eat burrito night and day, they can eat spring roll night and day too. Right. If people can, again, if people can eat the fruit cups with chili, tahin, chamoy for the Hispanic community, all these people can also have it, but it's probably the tweak. Instead of putting chili, you're going to put chocolate. It's the same thing. You just got to do different way that you can cover the whole thing. But now people, again, they just want to profit. So when I see this, the way that you're asking me how I learned, I learned everything from soccer because seven years old, I play soccer. I got to pay. I got to take two hours out of my day every day to practice. And yet I don't even know I'm going to make it. Right. And it takes time to even get good. Again, like, exactly. well, like you see people that have never played soccer and a ball rolls over to them and they try and kick it. They have exactly. no idea what they're doing. Exactly. It's, there's the thing. If it's easy, you don't need faith. Yeah. Right. If you born just good right away, you're going to be like, that's the thing. When you see like the young star or like, you know, the upcoming star, you know, like the best rookie of the year, when, how many of them actually become a great players? Right. Soccer. Look at Mario Balotelli. Where is that now? You know, all those people like, they're like, oh, it's going to be, Amazing. This kid going to be good. The Freddy Adu. Everybody know him. Mm-hmm. But look at where he's at now. So because when he's young, he feel like, oh, it's too easy for me to get it. Because when it comes to easy, you're never going to grow. Right. And you don't grow that like passion for the grind part of it. Exactly. Like a huge part of like becoming a good soccer player is like overcoming having people that are better than you. Exactly. So same thing in life, same thing in entrepreneurship, same thing in everything you do. I, I told them like everything's related in life, right? So you just got to learn from one season in your life. If you really do your best in that life, even though you don't make it in that one season in terms that, oh, I want to be the best soccer player in the world, even though you don't get that, if you really do your best, you're going to be able to use that. Yeah, you've learned. To your next season in life. Yeah. That's because, a great way of looking at yeah, it. If yeah. you really do, but I'm not saying that so many people are failure in their, their next season. Why? Because they keep looking back in their previous season. It's like I was telling people, you cannot drive forward by, by keep looking back. Right. You're going to get accident. Same thing when you walk. How know that you're going to walk with your head looking back and you keep walking forward? Yeah, I've tried that. Walking backwards doesn't work very well. Exactly. <laughs> but they may walking backwards, with, you know, try walking forward with your head looking back. Right. So you, how are you going to walk like that? There's no way. So same thing with life. Mm-hmm. Same thing. I learned everything literally from soccer. So if I know that it take me from seven years old to 15 years old to start making money, I got, I got blessed that starting 13, I already got paid. Right. But it took me like six years to actually practice every single day. And yet I still have to pay and I have to pay for the gas. I have to pay for Jersey. I have to pay for the, for the academy and everything. And how you expect business less than that? How you expect the first day you open the door, put the open sign, you're going to make money right away. Right. If you go to the business school, they're going to tell you the first two years of business is going to be struggle time. If you're not ready to lose money, don't open business. Oh yeah. That's what I tell people. A lot of people coming up to me. I want to launch this. I want to launch that. Okay, what's the what's the plan when it's not making it during the two years before you actually start making money? Right. What's like, your timeline? Exactly. They're like, there's no plan B. I'm gonna do it all the way. I was like, okay, no, that's good. That's how I am too. Yeah. But how are you gonna pay the rent or pay your employees when you don't make money? How are you gonna burn that money? Right. They're like, uh, I don't know. I was like, I can tell you how. Do not use any employee. 
work every day yourself, open to close. You just got to make the rent money and I know you can do it. But if you tell me like, oh, I'm going to hire this many people, this, da, 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 then you got to be ready to burn money. Right. You better have a lot of backing. Exactly. Yeah. I have, I have a lot of aspirations in um, business and entrepreneurship um, as well. And I'm, I've been just like making business plans and like taking my time trying to figure out yeah. when I want to do the stuff that I want to do because I don't want to rush into something like I want, I want to just dive in. Um, but I don't want to like put myself in a position where I was not set up and ready yeah. at all to do it. Oh, that's the smart way. Again, it's, it's always going back to the gut feeling, right? Mm -hmm. You got the, that's the thing we have. We have the blessing of having intuition. Yeah. So you cannot rush it. That's like you say, you cannot just dive in or anything, but at the same time, you got to question yourself is this, what do you really want to do mm -hmm. with this plan that you have? Okay. You can set up. Okay. I'm going to try to make sure that I have one or two years or three years. Okay. That's good for you. But now during this time, what do you do? You already, you just graduated and everything, right? So like you're saying, okay, if you can launch this business by not having employee, not paying the rent, this is your office. What, what are you waiting for? Right. Because you don't have any overhead. You're going to be the employee that work every night and day. You know, like you say, Jeff, Jeff Bezos, Tesla, you know, like they're yeah. not waiting. They work like Apple. They're doing in their garage. Why? Because they don't have the overhead. Yeah. They're willing to do it because they know it's about me and my garage and my computer done. They don't need anybody else. They don't need to pay anybody else. And what, what are you waiting for? You have to wait if you expect, okay, I'm going to sign the lease, this whole lease. Okay. I'm going to have five years lease. I don't want to break it because it's going to file bankruptcy. Then you can, you can plan all of that. But again, it's coming back. If you have the faith, it's going to work. Jump in. I always tell people, if you think the reason that you're uh, you are holding back because you have fear, that's wrong reason. Right. If you're holding back because you're planning everything better with faith that I'm going to do it, that's a different story. Right. So it's always going to be like gray area in terms of making decision. Of course, there's always some people pray about it, make the right decision, but you just don't want to be, you know, like this. How many people come up to me like, oh yeah, I already have pilot about concept five years ago. It's like, good for you. Why didn't you do it? <laughs> I got that a lot. Right. Now look, when spring roll going big and the fur is going big for cup, they're going to be like, oh, I seen this for a while. I was like, yeah, sure. Why don't you do it? Yeah. Oh, because I don't have the money. We didn't have the money either. Yeah. We only have 35,000. We, we share, we, you don't tell me you don't have 10,000. You don't suck it up. Use your credit card or something. Right. You can Get do along. something. Exactly. Yeah. So why can't you do it? Oh, because, because you're scared. Because yeah. you're not sure it's going to make it. Right. Because you're sure you're you're not sure that the people are gonna like it. I don't care about any of that. If I have the vision, I have the faith. The rest, I already know that all this time that already being built up over the patience and persistence through soccer. All I need is the vision and the faith. Most yeah. of the time, that's that you already have the patience, you have the persistence. Mm -hmm. You're already being built up through that through your over the years through soccer. So now what you gotta work is the vision and the faith. Yeah. The vision is the one that's going to turn your life around because that's the thing. God gave the vision. I told people like, where you get this? It's genius. Like, no, God gave it to me. The big vision of people changing life is gifted. When was your first moment where you were like, this is the vision? Do you so remember I actually that? was, uh, there's the, the time that, uh, again, it was actually 2017. 
So it was like, we, we started talking, me and my business partner around, I think around March or April. But before that, you know, two of my business, uh, two of my friend actually live in LA and I've seen this, uh, this kind of like gelato concept dipped in chocolate toppings and everything. So when I tried it, I was like, no, this one is, doesn't taste even better than the paleta. The paleta tastes amazing, tastes mm-hmm. better because it's more creamy and everything. And it just give me the idea. I was like, but I don't have nobody else doing paleta. I don't know. They're going to partner up with me. Mm-hmm. So I just have that in the back of my head. And then we actually, I always go to La Michoacana. They pack me on course and central and we just talk and me and him, we actually play soccer together, but we never really talk about business. He knew that I do potato corner. I knew that it was his, him and his parents doing that, you know, and we just end up talking and everything. And I tell him like, what about we, we do this? We do this concept and everything because they're about opening another location. And we actually get along and we're like, you know what? Let's do it. So we did that. So I already got the vision, but in terms that it's going to happen right away, sometimes it doesn't. Right. Right. So I got, I got it in the back, but I don't know who's going to do it with me. But again, I always say God is able to line up the right people, right opportunity. That's what I always see. And then same thing like right now, we talk about doing tacos mm-hmm. we talk about doing taco for a long time but we don't know who gonna do it we don't have the recipe we when right. i say recipe we can make tacos everybody can say oh i make best tacos no i i gotta be like no we don't because i know people that make the best tacos gonna make sales yeah if you don't make sales you don't make the best so and then until this guy just reaching out to me on instagram and like hey can you mentor me i would uh, i would be willing to pay 100 bucks an hour for you to meet up okay sure and he does it is called el, el primo barbacoa you got to go. It's across from Highland School. Okay. It's literally the best barbacoa. And I'm talking about busy. So when we meet up and everything, I don't even know who, who is this guy are. I don't know if it's, it's a joke or something. Like, I don't know, because I got so many people meet up with me. Yeah. Just a joke. Like, really? they don't know what they want. That's why I start charging hundred bucks. And that hundred dollars is not going to me. I told people that hundred dollar every Sunday, I go to the homeless community. We get the homeless service. I want you to give it to them. It's just to see if they're legit. Exactly. It's because again, if you're willing to pay, you're not going to waste my time. You're yeah. not going to waste your time because I always offer free. And yet they never done it. Right. Everything, ad, every advice that I give them, they never done it. And then this guy made up with me the first hundred bucks that I receive. We end up become a partner. So he met up, he told me to go to his place. I was like, I saw his number. I was like, holy cow. I mean, you've been making this much money. <laughs> How old that I never heard about you. Right. But all my business partner, they're kind of like Mexican culture. They know that this guy is like the, the real deal. Right. He's a legend. He's been building up his business along wolf. So he does that. We met up the next day and then we got the, we got the place already in, I told you we took over that Burger King. Yeah. We met up and everything. We talked about it. We're like, let's do it. And we end up all becoming partner. Now he ended up becoming our partner in our uh, all town company, uh, all town uh, real estate too. And everything we're like, sure. So that's the thing. Like God lines up the right people, right opportunity. We have the opportunity. We don't have the people, but I'm not worried. Suddenly this guy reaching out, we get along. And he was telling me like, dude, I don't know why we end up, we went to San Diego. We all, uh, you know, we all just checking out the concept. We all try to eat tacos every day just to make sure that what we can do together and we get along and everything. So that's why people are asking me how you guys meet up. But you just think about it when I tell people, imagine if someone been doing, let's say been doing tamales all of their life and contact you out of nowhere to give you, to give them the advice. You're going to be like, uh, 
okay, that's kind of weird, you know, right. because I'm not in that. That's that's what I feel all the time now. Because, but I don't. The, literally, this guy is already like big in the Mexican community. Mm-hmm. Going outside his box, looking for Asian guy to mentor, to get the to give the advice. But that's the thing when I told people like because I flow with the gift because that's how God works. Right. So that's why I, I cannot say anything without you know like glorifying God because I was like, if you think about the common sense, it doesn't make sense. But now I going back again. That's the reason that God put me in Chivas. Yeah. That's the reason that God brought me out of my comfort zone in Los Angeles with mostly Asian community to New Mexico. I never even imagined to live over here. And here we are. I know, and my yeah. entrepreneurship being grown, being shaped, God give me this, the, the vision again, build the city. So wherever we're going to put our business, I'm going to build that city in terms that I can. Like this, like homeless service, we help UNM Children Hospital. We have like fundraiser, anything we can do. But again, I tell people like, oh, can you sponsor a soccer team? No, you guys have two hands and two feet. You guys are all healthy. Why don't you, here, I give you, I give you buy, buy gift card here. Go sell a gift card. Because some people got right. mad at me. Why don't you want to sponsor us? Because you're healthy. Mm-hmm. You, you expect a handout. I'm not that kind of person. Right. I'm not going to, spoil you. I want to empower you. Right. I told him like this. Okay. Why don't you buy $10 gift card? I give you the value of $20. Every single gift card you sell, you make money. Yeah. That's how I'm going to empower you. Yeah. That's a lot. When I was younger, I played with Sergio. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's a lot of the stuff that we did was like, we went and we like, uh, during Christmas, we would set up people's, um, I forgot what they're called, but the, the plastic or the paper bags yeah. with the luminarias. Okay. 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 Yeah, we yeah would, exactly. We Put would, that all over. Yeah. Yeah. We would shovel dirt into them for hours yeah. and set them up all over the house. That's exactly and- how you guys grow the way you guys are. That's mm-hmm. why when I see him, the work ethic and everything, like, dude, like I don't, he called me like, Hey dude, let's practice. Like, okay. I saw him practice and everything. You can, you have a choice this season off and everything, but you see like all those good players always going to be working harder than anybody else. Same thing in business, same thing in work. Like I got so many people like, you can, I can just go home and relax yeah. but I'm not going to do that. If I know that my employee at one point, I was dead people. If I need help, I will help. Why not that I just like, Hey, good job. Keep it up. No, if I can jump in and start doing dipping paleta, rolling spring roll, making fries, I will do it. Right. Cause that's kind of like the work ethic that I've been having. And I'm not going to let that go because now I'm a founder because now I'm the owner because now I'm on top. Nah. You gotta keep that humility. Yeah, yeah, never gonna. I told people, never gonna change that side of me because it keep that one giving me purpose. Anything that giving you purpose, even though it's, you know, it's like cleaning the sewer, don't take it off. It's, it's giving you purpose. Right. Because when you have that purpose, that's always giving you the drive to keep living better, to keep being your best. Because you already know how many people that you know, how many of those Hollywood actors, actresses, they're rich, they're famous and they kill themselves. Why? Because they don't have the purpose. So that's the the most important thing I taught entrepreneurship. Find your purpose. You got the patient. The profit will come. The plaf, the, it is in the Bible, right? Let the blessing chasing after you. Why? Because you seek the God of blessing. Mm-hmm. Why people, like I was saying, people, it's always the common sense. If you don't want to seek God, he's the source of blessing. And yet, you try to chase the blessing. That's why, why your, your life messed right. up. That's the reason why your life messed up because you just want to talk about money, money, money. You just want to be cool. And yet you forget that he's the reason. If he wants to give, he can take away. Right. Have you all, like, 
Have you always been this religious? So I grew up in a Catholic way in okay. terms that, yeah, my parents always show me like my dad is a man of prayer or something with my mom, women of God. And I'm grateful that, you know, seeing that firsthand, you know, but again, all of them being shaped in me, uh, we always have a choice, right? We always, we always make mistake. We always messed up and everything. It's always me being the lone wolf that God kind of like shaped me. I always want to have people around me. I always want to, that's why people always asking me, why don't you want to have a family yet? Until right now, I finally met her, you know, but it's just like 31 years. I was just pretty much, my partner go to my house like, dude, aren't you lonely? I bought a house, the new house, five bedroom, five bathroom without knowing that I'm going to be with someone. But I already know people asking me, oh, how, how are you going to, how are you going to uh, living in this house? I was like, no, I'm getting married. I don't know with who. I'm literally <laughs> saying that, oh, I'm going to have a family. I don't know with who, but there's the thing. That's when, when you get closer to him, you're just going to listen to that voice that you cannot explain to people. Right. Yeah. So it's just like when people thinking like this guy is just crazy. I got people in the beginning, people think I'm, I'm just bullshitting and just crazy and everything. But when I made it happen, they were like, no, this guy can turn anything into gold. But I was telling them, yes, I know I can. But before into gold, it was poop. <laughs> I told people yeah. that straight up when it was poop can you believe in me still right. but I told people like I, I've been doing that and yet some people still doubting it's not my problem because I don't have to please you I don't have to convince you because I got the vision for myself because if God give you the vision God also give you the faith yeah how do but, you how do you pull people along when you have that vision and that faith but they're struggling to be there it's with challenging you? right I'm still, I'm still learning for that too, because I, I deal with that all the time, even with my business partner. Sometimes like, you know, last conversation I had, I was on the way to Denver. This is what God told me. I give you the vision because I also give you the faith. I didn't give him the vision because they don't have the faith. Hmm. You got to understand that. If he wants to give you to create Apple, he already give it to you. Right. But do you have the faith to make sure that you can step in? You have the patience, you have the persistence. Most people have that. But the vision and faith is the, the part that you have to kind of like encourage yourself, motivating yourself every day to do it. Right. But most people also- It's kind of a decision. Exactly. But the challenge of this generation, like you're saying with social media, they act like they have the vision. Yeah. They act like they have the faith, but their lack of patience and persistence. They don't have the patience because they're like, I want it to happen right now. No, you can do your best. Whatever you want to do, like spring roll, I do my best. I go all over Potato Corner. I sample every day. I go all over giving up menu. Everybody coming, I do my best. And yet, it didn't. It doesn't happen yet. So during that patience time, during the time of struggle and waiting, can you still be persistent by doing your best? You know, some people just going to be like, okay, I've been doing that for three months. I'm doing my best. And yet, they stop trying. Right. That's what the challenge, patient and persistence. So this generation is upside down because they have, they act like they have the vision. They act like they have the faith. They do it. They jump in. Yes, I'm going to do this. I'm going to create my own company. I'm going to start investing in stock market. And then when it comes to patience and persistence, they don't have that because the social media are going to change your mindset, change your perspective of life yeah. for having easy way and easy life. I told people, I don't believe in easy way and easy life. Why? Because that's fake. Everything comes easy. If your parents right now just give you your parents own Real Madrid, just put you in Real Madrid starting 11. 
you're never gonna practice hard, man. <laughs> right? Oh, oh yeah, my dad, no. own it. I'm just gonna play. I yeah. play for Real Madrid. But now you already know inside of you, you already know it's a joke. Yeah. Because my dad own it. But now it's different when you actually have the vision. I'm gonna play for that big team one day. There's a reason that I have the faith to practice every day, to step in faith every day, to go outside to practice with persistence, with the patience over the years that I will make it. Same thing in business, same thing in every single part of your life. You, If you do that, I tell people, you have those four, the sky's the limit. You can be any anything you want to be. There's no way you're not going to be successful. I tell people that. Right. Yeah. yeah I, th- I feel like it's really hard nowadays with social media, like yeah. you were saying, because it's so like, sh- it's such quick content Yeah. that like no one has that persistence to like sit through a long video or like l- really sit down and listen to somebody. No yeah. one has that persistence and patience yeah. to be able and like, how can you, if you can't do it, like trying to listen to talk to somebody, how are you going to do it in yeah. business or in life? Yeah. You're well, not- that, that's, that's amazing way to look at it too. That's what I have to learn too, because something I, I hate listening unless I listen to something that is useful Yeah. because you know, it's one thing like, you know, when people come up to you, like, Oh, listen to this. Okay. When I listen to that, like, okay, this is just nothing. Yeah. It's yeah. just a waste of time, but I don't want to say that. I kept listening, but I was just like, okay, are you done? So, but again, there's the thing, how you market your mm-hmm. podcast through all these people that you invite to know that their life going to give value to these people that listen. That's, right. that's how you create the, the successful podcast because yeah. you have amazing, you can have amazing people that come, but if you don't hit it in the right market, still, you know, it's still not going to bring anything to their value. Right. So you have to make sure that, okay, with this, these people are going to bring value. You got to listen to this for you to know your value that you can impact in your daily life. Because people always want want to hit once one big wonder, man. Like, I don't know. I always see that. Like, I was just like, no, it's not going to happen just like that, man. It's easy. You're flipping burger right now. Be the best of it. And that's not what you want either. Yeah. You don't want to be that one hit wonder. Yeah, exactly. Because people always ask me like, hey, can I work at Paleta Bar? Okay, sure. I want you to. But what you do right now? I work at Sonic. Okay. So what's wrong with working at Sonic? Oh, I don't want to see a future and everything. How are you going to see future with Paleta Bar? Oh, because you are there. I was like, nah, I'm not your source of life. Right. Oh, go back there. If you tell me like, nah, not going to work. Yeah. I tell them like, go do your Sonic, Do work at Sonic, do your best. When I come to Sonic, I see you do your best and I will take you. Yeah. But now for now, no. I got people like that. Hey, can you mentor me? Okay, sure. All I do is like, okay, I'm going to, you want me to mentor you? Come to Sunday service with homeless because that's going to humiliate you to count your blessing. First of all, second of all, you also have to learn about consequences. You want to be lazy, you can sleep right there. Those people at one point of life, they have hope. At one point of life, they have expectation, they have faith, they have dream, and yet they are there for a reason. Why? Because they stop doing what is right. They stop expecting, they stop believing. And the worst thing is they stop living. They They just feel like that's where they belong. They're lost. Exactly. Yeah. So that's that's the thing. Do you I, always do that on Sundays? Yeah. Mostly if I'm in town, like this Sunday, I have to go to Las Vegas to for the to check out location and everything. Yeah. So when I'm in town, I will always do it, man. What is it? So we we go to is it is called Coronado Park. So it's by Creamland. It's on I forty and fourth or I forty and fifth, something like that. Yeah. yeah. yeah so it's a like Coronado Park. So we do it like Sunday every Sunday, uh, eleven in the morning. That's that curved park, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, with the skateboard. Yeah, uh, I mean, skate, skate park. park and everything. Yeah, exactly. Every Sunday, what time? Every Sunday. So they start at eleven. And what do you guys do? You just so it's pretty much like 
it's like a church service. Mm-hmm. So there's always going to be like serving, you know, it's like, uh, like preacher, you know, like share the words, you know, and then, uh, worship, you know, and then the end of the service, we give away food. We used to just do giveaway food, but again, now we're thinking about it. They're never gonna build up their life without having hope. Right. And then we believe as we believe our hope comes from God. Our hope comes from hearing the word. So that's why we started with that. You know, I just joined them too. They've been doing that for 25 years, man. Really? Yeah. Wow. And I'm talking about when it's cold. Yeah. I'm talking about those people, the family, Oh, this, uh, this pastor, like you got to understand the big church have people giving money to them, right? Mm-hmm. Tithing, offering. Yeah. How are you going to get offering from those uh, people, the homeless? Yeah. They don't have anything. They have nothing. And that's the thing when I want, I, I want these people to learn is you find your purpose when you're able to give back. Okay. We, our generation, even myself, sometimes it's about what we can get yeah. instead of what we can give. When you can give back, that's how you're going to find your purpose. Right. Again, without purpose, you you will never find the reason you're actually living. Yeah, that's interesting. I feel like, because you hear like a lot of people that get really wealthy and they're like, yeah. I've, I've found my purpose in giving. Yeah. And that makes a lot of sense yeah. because you get to a point where like the money, like you add more money to your money and it's not yeah. going to do anything to you. Yeah. Like it's, there's a reduction in how much that money means to you. Yeah. So once you can start giving it to people where it means so much more, yeah. you get that satisfaction from them. Like it's selfish, but it's also like you need to find the right things that are selfish. Yeah. You, you see like one of the biggest and the richest man is himself. He's old already. You know, you know, I want these people to know who look it up and everything because he doesn't even give his money to his generation i mean his kids or anything he give it full to charity mm-hmm. and he knows that he's old he's gonna he's gonna die soon but the thing is he keeps saying that's his purpose is to give back yeah you know and why can we learn from them there's something the i was telling this this sometimes these people these kids you know they're growing here and everything they want to look cool selling weeds selling drugs I'm like what are you getting from that money right. okay money come and goes you got shot what are gonna happen it does the thing like they, because they want easy life, they want easy way, they want to flex before they actually can flex. Right. You know. So that's so that's the challenge. That's the challenge of life. Is I was telling them like, okay, you're selling drugs, you're selling weed. If you feel offended by listening to this, walk away and then do what is right. If you have to flip burgers, flip burgers because it's about the real investment is in yourself, which is your characters. Mm-hmm. Again, if it's your your focus is about what you have or what you do that you're never going to find who you are. Because what right. you do, okay, I'm selling, I work at McDonald's, they feel sad. Or what, what do you do? Oh, I work selling fries at Potato Corner because they feel like there's no future. Oh, and then what you have? Oh, I drive this. Oh, what you have? Oh, uh, I stay in the apartment. If that's judging you, that's making you feel like who you are, then you're never going to find who you are. Right. But you cool. Okay, I'm selling weed and then I drive a, a Mercedes van, I, I can carry my gun everywhere. How in the world that give you satisfaction of what life is? Yeah. I just don't get it. My perspective is embarrassing for me. I never want my kids to be like that. I never gonna see people that are close to me. If they want me to mentor, that's the first thing I tell them. If you do that, quit. I'm not gonna mentor you. Why? Because mentorship in business is always gonna be related of who you are. Mm-hmm. Because if hope of who you are, I can give you concept and vision, take your investment, making you richer. Then what? You're going to screw other people? Right. You're going to mess up other people's life because you don't even know who you are yet. 
So, do you have you ever had a problem like comparing yourself to people? No, I never. No. I mean, when I was growing up, it's not about comparing myself. I always want to be like you know, oldest brother. You know what I'm saying? Like, so we all want to be that, you know, because yeah. I see my oldest brother like, oh, he's cool. Like, you know, you always get that. But comparing, no, I never really, I just, I mean, I never, like, I, I accept it. Like I told you, like being handyman, no, I'll pace people. Like people can be like, oh, why don't you want to learn this? Uh, because I know I'm not going to be able to do it. Right. Why would I waste my time doing that instead of, it's going to cost you more to learn how to do it than exactly. to just pay someone to exactly. do it. Exactly. So if uh, the way I look at it, if God wants me to be handyman, when I see the building, I can build something. When you give me this, man, what am I going to do about it? I'm just going to, I don't know what to do with what you're building right here. <laughs> yeah. But if you give me a good food or a concept or something to sell that I believe in, I will be able to do it. Yeah. That's why I told, I, I told people I went like this right now. I start doing the real estate and everything because we own the building and I just do one show. I can fill up the whole place. Yeah. So because like, oh, but how you do it? I can't even I can't even compete with every real estate agent here in town. Realtor, let me do it. But I have to believe that that house is actually legit right. with the price. So, but if I don't believe it, I'm not going to sell it. Because there's a thing, same thing with cars. It looks like a nice car. But if I know that transmission messed up, I'm not going to take that. Mm -hmm. Because there's the thing what people messed up is about their belief in what they don't actually believe. Right. They try and they talk become themselves denial. into exactly. it. Exactly. It's not okay doing what is not right. You know, if I know that my paleta is not the best, I'm going to make it become the best in my way, in terms that I understand, then it's not faking it. Mm -hmm. Because I know at this moment, God give me this, this wisdom to lead the company the way that I know. But if you want me to lead the company to be straight up, to be like Chick-fil-A, can I learn? Yeah, but it's not my time to head out that way yet. Right. Because it's Chick-fil-A. Right. And we're here. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So with the Paletta Bar, are you guys like changing your, like, do you guys create new flavors and stuff often? Yeah, yeah, we, how, we do all of that, you, you know. A, do you have a chef or like someone that does yeah, that? Yeah, we have like, this one, my business partner, he do the recipe and okay. everything, you know. So we do it, but again, with all of our managers and everything, we always kind of like guide them to, to be creative as well. Right. So we always take consideration. We have a meeting where they can be like, hey, what about this? What about this? I teach them in a way I know they teach me the way we know because I told them, you guys not no longer my employee, you guys my partners. Mm -hmm. So all those people, what when they work at Paleta Bar Spring Rolling, so I told them, you guys gonna be the owner. So they start investing with us while they're still working. Right. So when we put, we put them in charge of owning the store as well as, you know, as that, well as running the store. And that's important, like, because those people on the front line can see the day-to-day -day stuff and things yeah. change. Yeah. And if they see a shift in what people are yes. wanting, they'll see that before the people that are up top. Exactly. Will see that's it. exactly, that's exactly what I believe in because I'm also a field person, you know, like yeah. that's the reason like this Las Vegas, I don't have to go over there. I can just sell the brand right now. Yeah. But before I sell the brand, I always go like, Hey, I want Las Vegas. Okay, sure. I'll go over there. I'll check out the market. I prove it. Then I'll go. Right. So people are, Hey, I want to open in Midland. Okay, sure. I'm not going to prove it until I go over there. Cause people are like, why I can't just buy it. I was like, yeah. And you give me your life savings. And yet, if you close down, I cannot sleep with that. Right. Because that's your life saving. So let me do sure my best. Exactly. Because I was like, I was saying people, you already give me the money. You're going to give me the money. You're going to give me your life savings. Might as well let me work. Yeah. I go over there. I don't charge you. You're going you to pay right. me the licensing fee. So <laughs> let me do my thing. Like but I'm again, some people, we got some people got mad like, why don't you just approve it? I was like, because I don't want you to fail. Yeah. 
So that's simple question, that's simple answer. But if you want to fail, go fail. Don't I told them don't use our brand. Mm-hmm. You don't have to pay. You just told them like here. Why don't you create something that is called Paleta King? Do it yourself. Right. You don't have to pay us. You don't have to use us. You can you can go Pinterest or go to YouTube looking how to make paleta. You can do all of that. Right. But the reason you want to buy our brand because I told people it's about what you believe in the value of who you are. Mm-hmm. And I told them we're not just a brand. We're brands. We have so many other things. Now everybody that actually buy paleta bar, they actually already invest in spring rolling. Yeah. Now they're going to, can I invest early in tap and taco? We, we don't even have the building done yet. And they already want to put the money. Why? Because it's about us as a person, right. as a team. It's the group. Yes, the group, the credibility that people believe in. Right. That's what they want to invest in. Yeah, that's, I mean, that seems kind of like a, one of my favorite entrepreneurs is uh, Elon Musk. Yeah, yeah. And no, he's, Tesla he's awesome. Yeah. And all of that stuff. And I mean, Tesla, like there's, there's a lot of people that deny Tesla, yeah. but then you like look at SpaceX and you're yeah. like, this guy figured out how to make rockets land back on themselves and cut the price of rockets like to nothing. Yeah. And you don't think he can make an, a, an electric car that'll be better than anything else. Like uh, no, that's it's, the credibility. Like, yeah. you know, you know you see like, right. I even like you see BMW try electric car doesn't really work Yeah, as much as Tesla works, you know, mm-hmm. like, the thing is, he's a pioneer. He's, he's the one, the first who start. Yeah. You know, so people know that, okay, you're going to come up with something better. Yeah. you. We have to, because that's how you create a better future. Yeah. But at the same time, this guy is, is the one that make a way. Mm-hmm. He opened the way. He gave us the idea. That's why everybody can be inspired. But at the same time, like people are always going to say whatever they're going to say. Yeah. You know, but they were like, sure, but we just got to. We just right. gotta focus on ourselves, you know. And if there are cars to come along that are better than Teslas, yeah, he's like he's okay with that. Yeah, he's it's gonna happen, man. Yeah, it's gonna happen. It's like it's like again, you know, we always go back to soccer, like Pele and Maradona. He's always gonna be there. That's why when it's Ronaldo and Messi coming up, so it's it's gonna happen. Yeah, you know. But after that, it's gonna happen probably another thirty four years. But you cannot be sour about it because they're better. But in terms that this different generation, and you gotta be grateful because same thing without. Right, brothers, there's never going to be plain, but their right. plane is not going to be what we have right now. Yeah. So it's not comparison because they started, they got the idea, and then we have what? They're making way yes, for the exactly. future. Yes, exactly. We have the path to follow, you know? Yeah. So that's what I was telling people. That's what I want to I wanna guide people. Like, I want to create the path for you guys to follow. Therefore, you can create your own thing that is better than us. I want it to be better. That's what I was telling all my managers. I want all of you guys to be better than who we are. Right. What we are, because we have our own race. But if I can't inspire you in any ways to be better than the person you are, that's all my goal. You want to be better than me? Praise God. Thank God. Please do. But I'm not in a competition with you because I was like, don't be people like, Oh, I want to be like, you No, don't be like me. Be the best of you. That's right. because I'm not going to try to be with anyone. Yeah. You, you want know? to be so the best of yourself. Be, exactly. I'm not going to be trying to be like anyone. It just doesn't work that way. You know? Yeah. So that's awesome. All right. Well, it's been almost an hour and 30 I know, minutes. Man. I got to go to. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. No, definitely. Let's, uh, let's wrap this up. Thank you for coming on. Of course, man. It was great meeting you. I'm sorry for holding you up so no, long. No, this is amazing. Like I'm yeah. glad to share and I'm glad to, to be yeah. involved helping out. In Your life story so. is amazing. So I, I Thank wanted you, to listen to it and I'm excited to see where all of your business ventures go. 
Thank you. I'm, I'm waiting for that five year mark to see yeah. that one that you just, you're like, I know this is my final one. It's going to happen. God's timing, man. Yeah. I'm excited. All right. Awesome. All right. Thank, Thank you. you. Better.